0: This is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA
1: Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts Podcast. Bolt up.
0: Welcome everybody to episode 128 of the Charged Up Bolts Podcast. My name is Dan King. I'm joined today by the captain himself, Mr. Endzone85, John Was Jr. How are you doing?
1: Not bad, buddy. Not bad. Not bad. Back it's from my... Back uh... Uh, no. <laughs> Although I am superstitious, it's been raining all day. I know I am superstitious, and during my time in Mexico, the charges went zero and two. So maybe mm. me coming to this side of the pond, um, our fortunes might change. But see, yeah. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious.
0: But yeah, <laughs> well, welcome back. We we missed you. Um, but yeah, the charges didn't. Didn't do a lot while you were gone, so maybe maybe this distancing distancing yourself from them physically is what we need. Um, well but before we jump into into the games, I just want to say I, I mentioned your username there, Enzone85. We can't neglect to mention the man himself, Antonio Gates is now eligible for the Hall of Fame. Do you think he's a surefire like first
1: ballot Hall of Famer? Hundred percent. Yeah, uh, he has to be, doesn't he? he? You know, the, the, I mean, let, let's be honest. You, you you talk about tight ends, uh, and there's a couple that just jump off the page at you. Antonio Gates is one, and then Rob Gron- Gronkowski in recent years for for, for New England. Yeah, the, um, the
0: other one for me is um
1: what Tony Gonzalez. Um,
0: Tony Gonzalez
1: well. was the other one, um, but you know I think I think Gates. Look, let let's be honest. He played he played for one team, through his entire career. Um, 116 touchdowns. Just under twelve hundred, uh, sorry, twelve thousand uh, yards receiving. You know, he had a great chemistry with with Philip Rivers. He, he was immense at blocking. I, I mean, even when we re-signed him in twenty eighteen, he still, you know, he still did a job. Um, I think he got something like just over three hundred yards receiving. You, you know, true. but he, he can be forgiven for, um, you know, in, in his sort of time of his career of, of not putting up the numbers. I think. 2009 was his best year when he had over 1,100 yards. Um, so, yeah, absolute stalwarts. Uh, and he's it, done something. I don't think Keenan Allen's ever done. Double-digit uh, touchdown receptions. Mm.
0: And he was, I'm sure, in an episode of the TV show The League. So, you know, all around, really. And and, and undrafted. <laughs> yeah, can't forget that. And he really did change the way people looked at that position or opened up eyes to that more bigger frame boxing out players to catch you know he he really um shone in that role and made yeah, the position it. his own like I he mean, was I, the I, prototype for for tight ends for a while it was like you want a big guy that can box people out you want an antonio gates on your team
1: exactly i think as well you know how many gm scouts overlooked him in that draft thinking crikey if only we'd have uh selected, you know, Antonio Gates, but doesn't matter. He went to the yeah. then San Diego Chargers, you know, he, he went through yeah. that spell with in 2006, 2007, when, when the bolts were fairly dominant. Um, So yeah, for me, 100%, that man is a first round, is a first uh, ballot pick. No, no, no two ways about it. Yeah. We'll just,
0: we'll just wait for that to, to come true uh early next year when we start talking about the hall of fame with with more serious heads than just like oh yeah of course he is because i, I honestly don't know who else is also first time eligible this year um but there's bound to be some other absolute just giants of the game
1: yeah 100%. Um,
0: so should we talk about last week
1: oh dear should yes, we go shall on. we
0: do we, go do we on. have to we should shouldn't we so Last week, our Los Angeles Chargers traveled east to Tennessee to take on the Titans, where we came away with a 27-24 overtime loss to the Titans. Um, it was a fairly back-and-forth game, um, but ma- mainly bad and fourth game. Um, what, what were your immediate thoughts on that game there? Like, where... Well, I was going to say, where did it go wrong? But I think it went wrong everywhere, if I'm being honest. Um, Is there one bit you would want to call out as a, this is the thing that annoyed me or disappointed me the most? The one
1: single thing was, well, actually, no, there's two single things right at the end of the game. The final drive, where I think we had four seconds left, we were on the um, 10-yard line. I thought, this is it. We're going to convert here. We didn't. We settled for the field goal. Um prior to that there was the fourth and one on the 44 yard line why on earth did Brandon Staley second guess himself just go for it but I think that the biggest the one that trumps it all was that sort of uh shambles shall we just say our last possession where we tried to play hurry up offence you know, uh, calling a timeout. Um, yeah, it just it just it just didn't work, did it? Um, it
0: was it was a bit um, scattered and a bit all over the place. It really my, did my, feel like there was some communication problems there.
1: Yeah, Mike Williams um, obviously, you know, didn't do what he was supposed to do. Um, Herbert couldn't get out the don't snap the football. Um, it, it was just a shambles. And the thing that hurts the most is that Herbert is. Blumming good with the football in his hands. And we just look like a bunch of so amateurs. Good. I mean, red zone efficiency, 40%. That is not good enough. That is not good enough. Um, you know, um, time of possession, 28 minutes. The Titans did a job. The Titans have got a good defense, okay? And a, and a terrible... a oh, yeah, offense.
0: very stout D-line for, for running against in particular, which obviously was um, clear in the, the lack of run game we managed to put together, we averaged less than three yards a carry across the team, 21 rushes for 61 yards. Now that's obviously in part to Eckler not being there, but we also need to be thinking about where do we go post Eckler anyway? And if this is what we're going to do post Eckler, then I'm not really happy. No. Um, I, I, I like Josh it. Kelly and I thought he did okay, but there was just no creativity. I mean, well, we tried creativity. We ran Mike Williams once again. Um, that's now two weeks in a row that I'm pretty sure Mike Williams has had <laughs> rushes, which is just weird. Um, like I don't don't like he's quite fragile. Really, his back is always a problem. Don't let him just run through the D line.
1: That's not going to work. <laughs> no, I, I think I think the uh, the frustrating thing for me as well was you know Ryan Tannehill was awful in week one. So what happens? He plays the charge oh, yeah, Near perfect. Yeah. 20 completions of 24, 246 yards of a score. Derrick Henry's on the on on the roster. We held we held him to um you know 25 attempts for 80 yards. Normally, yeah, that, it was not bad. It, that, it wasn't there, bad. Was so so Expecting it, it to it, be it, a lot worse. It's complete opposite to last season. Can't stop the run. Okay against a pass, and then this season, the secondary is absolutely awful. JC Jackson. Yeah, my I just David. No anymore, mate. I, I don't think I don't think Brandon Staley's doing any favors. He, he's rotating uh, the the you know um, defensive backs. You know, he's tried to play a Sante Samuel at star. That, that, that's that's just not worked. You know, we, we've looked good up front, but but terrible. You know, downfield. Um, yeah, we've swapped
0: it, to a lot of man coverage, and it just doesn't seem to be suiting anyone. No, there's a lot of a lot of just questions that have to be asked a lot of people that are finding themselves wide open and yeah obviously we'll we'll get to next week or this week um later but there's only going to continue to be a problem um you look at the next two weeks i think there's some some superstar wide receivers there that we're going to be going up against and can
1: we uh, actually stop anyone i think we've we've got to try and turn some positives into this it's difficult um both are two oh, sacks. Sure. five five yeah. sacks a day. I'm wearing my Tule. Bosa
0: jersey right now.
1: tooley looks absolutely superb. I think we're going to see some great uh, production out of him. Yeah, Kenneth Morgan Murray. Fox
0: played pretty well. Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray.
1: What yeah, the heck is he, that all about? You know, he um, so, he
0: got quite a few tackles in there. Quite a few tackles for loss, I think, didn't he? Yeah, two tackles yeah, for yeah. loss. I'm seeing here, one hit on the quarterback, which I'm pretty sure he absolutely drilled. Tannehill. Yeah, I think it might have been a penalty, like a um. A, uh, roughing the passer, but um, yeah, Kenneth Murray was all over the place in a good way, but at times also in a Kenneth Murray way. So um, there yeah. were there were some definite highlights on that on that defense, like seeing Bosa play that limited snap count but make it count was was nice. And the guys that kind of spelled him that time did fill in. Like, but again, I don't remember much about Khalil Mack apart from he blocked a pass. Um, that was a poorly thrown pass that just bounced off his hand. But I don't remember much about Cleon Mack in that game. I'm sure he was there.
1: Yeah. He, he made, he made much it, like Asante it, it Samuel, it, it I didn't it, really
0: yeah. hear his name. All, he all wasn't, uh,
1: wasn't as dominant as what he could be. But I think on the other side of the football, the other depression thing was... uh there's only uh, Corley Lindsley and Rashawn Slate that didn't give up any pressures. You know, we, we allowed a lot of pressure in that game, gave up three sacks. It's going to happen. You know, you can't... You cannot have a O-line that's not going to get breached. Uh, and sadly, the charges fell from the PFF's uh, power rankings from 7 to 14. So Herbert did well to escape the pocket in, in some cases. But I know on, you know... Um, he, he was he was lucky he didn't get picked off by mike brown uh in the middle of the field and oh, that yeah, that, that that vertical pass straight down the straight down the uh um hashes to to keenan allen um actually he could have gone to just palmer out wide but look that's we, we're sort of now
0: so right over you spilled milk look, you mentioned allen there there's there's um like i think allen had a good game of course so um, oh, you yeah. got the two two yeah. scores 111 yards eight receptions on 10 targets and we can't forget Gerald Everett just fighting through so many tackles that man would Absolutely. not go down i no. don't get it I, i've never seen him that physical but he was just running through guys and to be fair stone smart had a fantastic catch as well yeah um mike williams like 83 yards he didn't get a score but still he he produced the wide receivers were there they were getting open they were making catches. There weren't many dropped passes. There were more, kind of, astray yeah, passes. There's lots of overthrown to the sideline, um, and throwing it away. But the when they were targeted, the receivers did pretty
1: good. Yeah, I think I think one thing as well. We need to stop trying to force QJ into the system. It's going to happen. We're going to get Knox. He's going to get reps. But at the moment, it's almost like we've got a congested receiver. Uh, core, uh, you know, and, and we include um the tight ends in that. There's no need to force QJ <clears throat> into the playbook, you um, know, just is the first over is the first overall pick for, for, for the Chargers this year's draft. That doesn't mean to say that he needs to be um having increased volume because there's just no requirement when you've got Mike Dubb and, and Keenan, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and just Palmer and the, in the, field. the tight ends. And the tie, ends. and usually so, receivers have something
0: we didn't feature this week is we didn't yeah. really throw to the receivers. You'd think, yeah, Eckler's out, Eckler's the best receiving back potentially in the league. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's pretty good, I guess, but um, but we had one target for Josh Kelly, um, two for Elijah Dotson, and that's it, yeah. Which that's always been such a big part of Herbert's game is the going through the reads, checking down to the running back who was just run to get himself open, um, and it just wasn't there. And I, I get it, it's a different system this year, but I felt like at times, man, we could have done with with someone to just dump it off to when things were getting hairy. Like I think that's part of the pressures and the sacks, is Herbert didn't have that short pass to just dump off the ball.
1: Yeah, but interestingly, from from Daniel uh, Popper and The Athletic, this is a nice little stat on Herbert. Since Staley took over as head coach in 2021, Herbert has gotten the ball 20 times when down one score in either overtime or with less than four minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. He has successfully led trying or go-ahead score drives in 10 of those 20 possessions. That's 50%. Only three teams in the league, Cowboys, the Bucks, and the Dolphins have converted a higher rate over that span. In other words, he gives you a chance to win. And that's what's more heartbreaking because the kid is playing lights out, you know, and we're just not helping him. Um, and then you go to the old enemy, Derek Carr, who's now having success of New Orleans, and he always said, I want to go somewhere where the defence is is you know is is more efficient a bit of a stall war you know we're not a million miles away i mean i mean we've got this we've got this really... didn't, play, didn't play great this week. no but, um, but that, that
0: game but the, was quite dull but, until the fourth quarter when but the, points the point happened I'm, but
1: i I'm, I'm with you there I'm with you. but the point i'm making is you know had had we been able to make some stops you know we we wouldn't um be in this position. Um,
0: it, and then, makes you, it makes you wonder, did we have to pick a wide receiver in the first round when we clearly have gaping holes on this defense that we just cannot address? Yeah, we went out and signed some guys. Eric Kendricks didn't play last week uh, for, a, was it a hamstring injury? Yeah. I, I reckon uh, he's still on the...
1: Um, the he is, at the moment, and, he? And, and as is Henley as well. But, yeah, Dayan Henley, know, Chris Rumpf, um, Chris Joey poster yeah, Bosa with his hamstrings again. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see what happens there. But I, I, think- I
0: imagine Bosa will still be on that limited count. But hey, it worked. Um, if if that's what he needs to, to play his best, all for it. Get that guy I playing mean, his best football and you'll give yourself a
1: better chance to win. We've got this unwanted tag as well of, of being, you know, going over 40, 50 points, zero turnovers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And losing two we're, games. we really you know, good at it, not
0: turning the ball over so far
1: this year. Negative five points. You know, we've got this, all these silly unwanted tags. And and, and listening to the media all week, people are now losing confidence. They're saying that Herbert isn't clutch. You know, clearly a lot of people are saying that Staley should go. He's on the hot seat. Uh, we, we could talk about that uh, later on in, in, in this podcast. But it's just, it's it's almost like, Say it last week. The wacky Racers, first of the line, and then fall foul. You know, one yard short, get overtaken, and then that's it, game over. But yeah, Titans. Uh, At least we, we held the that.
0: Titans to fewer than thirty points. Yeah, so that's that's an improvement. That could have been
1: four games in a row. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> this is the thing as well. People haven't mentioned it's now four competitive games without a win. Going back to Denver in Week 17, like you know, that's not really Jacksonville,
0: Miami, Tennessee. None of those teams that scream, "Look at me, I'm the best team."
1: Maybe Miami.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, now, yeah.
1: Um, But you know, it's it's we've got to start winning football games. It's as simple as that. Um, There's a lot of talk. Um, I don't know how true it is. um, Sebastian Joseph Days allegedly said, "F anybody that." Uh, thinks uh, that anybody we're, discarding you know, jerseys and discarding stuff, stuff jerseys, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like I don't want to hear that. I, I love this football team, you know. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't be doing what we do now. We all want to see us winning, it is frustrating. And, and let's be honest look, there's no other sport like the NFL in the world where it's literally week to week you know, anybody can defeat anyone on any given Sunday, as the old saying goes. Yep, that's um, the saying. <laughs> unfortunately for the chargers we keep making the same old mistakes you know yeah, any, minute, i think
0: it's anybody but the chargers can beat anyone any given sunday
1: this is it i mean a few years ago we couldn't do you know we were no good against special uh, on special teams then we couldn't stop the run now we can't stop the pass you know the offense has, has looked a lot better i know we 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 stelt, uh, stalled on those sort of penultimate and and final drive uh in overtime but Generally, we've looked a lot better. Um, Here's a a question to pose
0: to you then. Do you put more of this on the coaches or some of the individual players? For example, we had Derwin James with a helmet-to-helmet tackle that was an automatic first down, 15 yards. Now, he did lead with his shoulder, but he still put himself in the position to hit helmet-to-helmet on a defenseless receiver. Does that lay with the player or does that come back round to the coaching? Like, well, they're clearly not drilling into these
1: guys Enough, hey! Don't be dumb. I think, to be honest, on, on that one, it's on Derwin James, and it, it was a marginal call. Like you said, he he didn't lean in with his helmet; he leaned in with his shoulder. But obviously, you know, the dynamic of that play was that it was a it was an automatic first down. It was a flag. Um, going back to your original question, I think there's an element of um, player and coaching errors. I mean, when when um, you know Tennessee had the football. We called a timeout. Derrick Henry comes back on. You know Brandon Staley said we didn't like the look. Well, yeah. actually, actually, if you'd have realized that Henry was off the field, you might have got away with what it is you thought that you didn't want to. Yeah, um, sure. I mean, Tyj
0: Ty Spears was doing well, but at that time Henry was really on a roll.
1: He was just plowing through, and we got him off the field. That 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 fourth and first, we should have gone for that. And it's easy to sit here and say that, but that's not the Stanley. Sure, that... Though. That's you know, what we're here
0: to do, is to, to make it is, these comments, it though. We, so we, I th- I to there's... ignore it would be neglectful. We we should have done that.
1: And I think that if John was here now, you'd he, get a 20-minute rant, and, and rightly so, <laughs> on the fact that Stanley is not the defensive guru that he's made out to oh, be. Definitely. Um, but then again, and, and I'm, I'm you know trying to find a balanced argument here, we haven't got the JC Jackson that he signed, which which is problematic because, mm-hmm. you know, if you think about it three years ago, we had allegedly the best secondary in the league uh, and we never really saw it. You know, the, the, the Chargers have worked hard to stop the run, which, you know, bringing in the likes of Sebastian Joseph Day, Khalil Mack helped, you know, and and Kenneth Murray. Now, with Murray, we saw one of his best games, if not his best game last week, I tell you now, I will not be surprised if he has a nightmare on Sunday. There's no consistency. So that's the other thing. It is a mixture. You know, the players have to step up. You know, in week one, we, get, we didn't generate any pressure whatsoever. And then in week two, we generate five sacks. You know, arguably, there's different O-lines, uh, different uh, circumstances. It, it is it is a mixture of lots of different things. You know, Herbert hasn't necessarily been perfect Um in in his um, actual uh, performance, either um, yeah, the execution
0: on, in, in particular, you can you can go back to those final two drives at the weekend, the overtime drive and the final regular um, regulation time drive. Herbert did not look great. No, nope. uh, I, I think I tweeted out like, where where does the blame lie here? Is it with the coaching? Is it with the players? Is it with Herbert? Because like I don't want to put any blame on Herbert, but at the end of the day, the ball was in his hands. And it didn't go well.
1: Yeah, agreed. And you know, I think there's that much. There must be that much pressure on Herbert because it's it's always falls to him. We're not we're not blowing teams away, you know. So it's always coming down to clutch moments, and it's it's becoming relentless. And there is an element of of they're trying to coach Herbert out of playing like a you know a, a clinical. Laser pass or play every time. Um, you know he's, he's trying his best not to give the football away, and he's doing a phenomenal job at that. But you know that that last drive that was that was one of the worst drives I've seen the Chargers have while Justin Herbert's been under center. Um, so look, I think there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are going right, but unfortunately, you know we've lost two games. Your record says so far, you are, but we've lost you know negative five points it's absolutely crazy Skinny it's, it's skinny wild from. it's
0: wild we'd like was it sixth highest scoring team in the league or something like that yeah. or even higher
1: it's, it's uh, crazy it's,
0: it's wild
1: it's crazy so you know that was in the rear view mirror we've got uh oh, should, we, should we go to minnesota
0: i think so i think so um one one last point on tennessee is a point i made last week that it was the Chargers traveling east to play in that early time slot, and we never do well. Historically, in that time slot, traveling east, we do not perform. So, of course, this week we are staying out east, and we're in the early time slot um, against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, so the two teams have combined for zero wins so far, so, you know, it's going to be something. But uh, I think we're, we're all expecting another high-scoring back-and-forth game that we will absolutely hate, but the neutrals will absolutely love because these are two teams that match up well against each other's weaknesses. We alluded to it earlier with obviously the Vikings have one of the best players in the league. The second best Justin in the league um, who, Justin Jefferson, absolutely dominant at wide receiver and we have um, the ability Got to... God help us. Yeah, no one. So um, I think uh, you shared with me a link earlier of um, matching up the different aspects of the teams. And we've got the Chargers have one of the better rushing attacks in the league, which is still weird to say. And the Vikings are not able to stop the run. The Vikings have one of the best passing attacks and we cannot stop the pass. So we should be seeing... Quite a high scoring game I would imagine. Uh where, where are your initial
1: thoughts on this, this matchup? Um hot off the press Eckler is not practicing today. No. Okay. I
0: had seen I had seen that he wasn't updated yet for today. But it's good so, to know um
1: that's going, back, going back to your yeah, yeah going yeah. back to your question I am absolutely terrified against the prospect of trying to close down Justin Jefferson Kirk Cousins has started the season like an absolute monster. Um, he's, you know, he's blown away uh, fantasy uh, uh, scores. Uh, you know, back to the to, to the real game, seven hundred t- yards and seven hundred yards. So I'm a bit nervous. Th- th- these are exact mirrors of each other. It's charges. And the Vikings are an exact mirror they are, they're, they're they're good with the football they're they're terrible trying to stop the pass. They've got game winners uh, on on both sides um, of the ball um this could potentially be a shootout. Now interestingly, last week the NFL experts on NFL.com all but one picked Tennessee to win. look what happened there. Mm-hmm. Um, this week. I can't experience. believe seven. Yeah, seven of them have gone with the Chargers, including Mark Sessler, which I'm quite surprised at. Um, and they're all close games. You know, we've got a uh, 24-23. We've got. 30, I, I think 40, at this
0: 30. point it would be foolish to predict anything but a close game for the Chargers.
1: I, I think there's going to be more. I think there'll be more points scored than what everyone's predicting. I, I think it'll be in the high 30s. Uh, yeah. But if we, I if would we not
0: be surprised
1: if we can't. I'll, I'll put it this way, Dan. If we have more than three punts on sunday game over because i think yeah. i think i think minnesota will be more clinical i think they'll at least get into field goal range so you know that's three points on the board but if the chargers punt like they did against tennessee it's good night you know we we'd have to generate an awful lot of pressure up top if we can't get at least the punter's decent Yeah, well, at least it's decent. But if if we can't get. I don't want him to play, but at least he's good. If we can't shut Justin Jefferson down, you know, the defense starts up top uh, and generating pressure and Kirk Cousins. And that all depends on a a healthy uh, Bosa, uh, an improved uh, Mac. But obviously, Thule's there. He's going to be chomping at the bit to get involved. Um, One thing
0: we, we can say about this game and we can look at with the Vikings is that without Dalvin Cook, they are not the same team to deal with they have become a lot more one-dimensional it's just that one dimension is really balling like yeah mattison so far two games 62 yards averaging 3.3 a rush that's fine but then they're not trying to run the ball they've run the ball 26 times 13 times a game which is just weird i mean kelly ran the ball 13 times against the titans now I think that's that's clearly a team showing that they are fully committed to just throwing it to Jefferson and Hawkinson. And, and Jordan Addison, well, Addison. yeah.
1: I mean, that, uh, that rookie's doing – he, he start the season well, you know? Oh, for
0: sure. Two touchdowns, 133 yards. And, yeah, TJ Hawkinson, one of the best tight ends in the league. Yeah. Um, they've got a lot of weapons there and the ability in Kirk Cousins. Now, the one thing that they have not been so great at is necessarily holding on to the ball. They've um, seen fumbles by running backs, by Kirk Cousins, by receivers. Uh, Cousins has thrown one pick, which is something so far the Chargers have been able to keep clean and not turn the ball over. Do you think that it will come down to who can force the most turnovers and score from them, or do you think it's it's going to be ridiculously high scoring
1: regardless? I, th- I think because of the defensive woes on both sides in the, in the secondary, I think it's going to be ridiculous. You know, they'll not particularly want to face Mike Williams and uh, Keenan Allen with, with you know, Justin Herbert on the centre in the same way that we don't want to face Kirk Cousins, Addison, and obviously Justin Jefferson. I mean, Jefferson is an animal, you know. Uh, <laughs> and he it is highly plausible that Jefferson do to us what Tyreek Hill did to us in week one. And oh, that's 100%. fine. That's fine. If they're going to do that, we have to respond, which is what I said. We can't afford to punt the football. We might get away with one three and out. If we do that two or three times, it's game over. Um, I really don't see this being a low-scoring game because what's going to change for, for Kevin O'Connell and Brandon Staley between Sunday and now in terms of fixing the secondary Nothing, very. Yeah. You no, know, JC Jackson is still not really at full fitness. Uh, you know, he's still up to game speed. We haven't got that necessarily that quality um, in the secondary to shut Jefferson down. You know, um, it'd be interesting to see what Derwin James does. You know, he hasn't had a great start to the season, but then he but he's he's and, had
0: a few a few good tackles. Yes, he he he's been has. present. He's he's, he's held on present. to
1: people. And if you but listen to him speaking he's, this he's, week. He's full of confidence, which he always is, and it's always good to see Derwin James. But this is the thing, Dan. We've got all these players on both sides of football, and so have Minnesota. I mean, let's let's you know, they've got Daniel Hunter, four sacks. These teams shouldn't be owing two, but they are one of these teams will be owing three. It's like which one has got the ability? And I mean, there's still a chance, it's a tie. A 48-48 tie at the end of overtime. There, there, there is absolutely that. Um, but it's going to be depressing for either of these sides going to week four at 0-3 because I think their rosters you know, deserve to be yeah. a lot better. I mean, yeah, I think there will be changes made or
0: changes even more encouraged were either of these, these teams to get to 0-3 or 0-4. Yeah,
1: agreed. Uh, I mean, there was, there was conversations on various media outlets this week about what would the charges look like if Mike Vrabel, you know, was on the sideline? And I'm thinking, it's it kind of a, it's not really an argument because Vrabel's with the Titans, you know, we've got Brandon yeah. Staley and, and I doubt Brandon Staley will get fired. You know, we, we asked a question on Facebook, what will happen? And people said, it'll, if we get to 4 he'll go. I personally but, think if we lose to Raiders, he'll have to go. I, in, I think respect. so. But I, I also understand
0: where John Ayers was coming from with that, that, um, Telesco is tied to Staley, that if Staley does not perform and Telesco lets him go, then there's no option for the Spanos family other than to let Telesco go because he's, he's pushed his luck too often. And you could throw in the comment I made earlier about Quentin uh, Johnson in the first round over a defensive player when we're showing that we have the worst defense in football. Um, it doesn't look good on Telesco. And if if we do make a coaching change, is that also the end of the general manager? Something I've been calling for for two or three years at this point, at least. Um, but that's another thats another question for another day. That's a hypothetical if things go badly. I don't want to think about going badly. I want to think about the success we're going to find against the Vikings here. Where do you think we will shine? Will we actually manage to get the ground game going with Kelly, Spiller, Dotson, maybe Eckler? if... I mean, he's not going to play, is he? Um, you, you've said just now that he's he's not practicing. He's clearly in a situation where he needs more money. He needs a new contract. And if I was him, I would not be playing. I would be saying I'm too injured to play. I don't want to risk it and miss out on the big payday that he so rightfully feels like he deserves and probably does deserve. Um, but yeah, can we get the run game going against this Vikings defense? Will we see another great game from Allen?
1: I think um we'll use Kelly in, in limited uh uh roles just to eat up the clock I think we're gonna lean on a uh pass heavy offense purely because of, of of Minnesota's poor secondary and and I think they'll they'll do the same um Kellen Moore's always said you know he's gonna play or he's gonna run the offense you, you know to to actually synchronize the uh the actual opponent um if if they're weak in the secondary we've got some outstanding receivers and, and a yeah, tier 1 QB you have got to exploit that and that's it but we've got to you know we've got to be more ruthless in in the red zone you know 40% red zone red zone conversion is not acceptable um if you want to challenge for divisions and and a seat at a, a playoff football so i think we'll we'll exploit the pass i think we'll we'll have to rely on the the um the the uh the defensive front there to to generate some heat on Kirk Cousins um but i don't have any hope of us shutting down jefferson uh, if if that ball's aired down downfield you know it's only going to be one outcome i might be wrong you know we've we we we're, we're not exactly uh confident are we in the secondary so we've got to win the game somewhere else uh, but this is this is going to be an ongoing problem now all season, in my opinion. Either two things change: Staley goes, or he changes his scheme. Um, do we do we see maybe uh, Derek Ansley being scapegoated here? Uh,
0: has it uh, is it a case of he's been elevated to defensive coordinator too soon? I mean, he's only he was only the um, the backs coach for what two seasons and one previously with the Raiders.
1: Well. You know, we could have gone and got Vic Fangio, couldn't we, as a defensive yeah. coordinator? But we, we didn't, so we, we've got what we've got. Um, I, I don't know about uh, scope. Gap. I think I think the buck stops with Staley. To be quite honest, um, I'm not overly really concerned about the Chargers uh, faltering on offense in overtime. It's just one of those things. That, um, yeah. I know it's been happening too often, but. If you look at the two games as a whole, generally the offense has looked much better. Keenan Allen looks like a player from three, four, five years ago. If, oh, if definitely, more. he
0: is—he is absolutely playing his heart out and is showing he is always passionate, always successful. I mean, he's what 187 yards so far this year, is it? Uh, I yeah, mean, yards, two touchdowns in two games. If that's—if that carries on for the rest of the season, we've Got a very happy wide receiver and a very good wide receiver.
1: I mean, his his best his, his best uh, return was in twenty thirteen rookie year and, and twenty twenty when he had uh, eight touchdown receptions. He's already got a quarter of that in two yeah. games. So you know he's going to get targeted a lot by Justin Herbert. That's 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 pretty obvious. But thirteen point four yards reception. That's that is a high for him. He's you know he's he's only had one year. Of, Above fourteen yards, that was his rookie season. Rookie season, yeah. And it's it's a marked
0: improvement on the last three years as well. But on on the the start
1: of the Herbert era with with um, Lombardi, he's also on seventy three percent success. So his highest was twenty sixteen when he had eighty five percent success. So we are seeing a good start to the year for Keenan Allen. And I think when your premier players are playing well. It's going to rub off. I mean, did you see that? Did you see the tape of Herbert escaping the pocket and, and firing that uh, missile into the end zone on Sunday? And Morgan yeah. Fox is like, what the hell's just happened there? That man is not real. And and that's the thing. He's making yeah, he's, all these he's, crazy he's, plays. Superhero.
0: He's a superhero, yeah.
1: And then he's, and then he's getting criticised, you know, in, in clutch moments um, because that's all that people remember. So the Chargers have got a lot to prove. Minnesota have got a lot to prove. It's, it's going to come down to who cuts out the penalties. I think turnovers, Dan. I don't think we're going to see too many of them. Um, me,
0: me neither. I, I threw the question out because I felt like I had to because it's yeah yeah it's Agreed. marked that we haven't committed any. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> I know, I know, we don't have Melvin Gordon, but it still doesn't feel right.
1: Oh dear, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously Cam Acres to to the Vikings. Yep. It's um, I, I am see. I am
0: concerned this week. I, I'll I'll be honest there. I I yeah, I'll, am I'll concerned. concerned. I don't think we'll win. Um I think it's a fifty fifty game. It's going to be high scoring, and in a fifty fifty game, I'm going to go with the team at home, the team who's going to be more comfortable there, and I think that is the Vikings. Now I'm also saying that because so far I'm 0 and 2 in my predictions, and if I predict the Vikings to win
1: and I go 0 and 3, I will be ecstatic. Well, there you go. Um, I'm, I'm saying the same thing. Well, if you look at the if you look at the uh, spread, Vikings at minus one, Charges at, um, plus one. I mean, you can't get much tighter than that, you know. So we're poo pooing the fact that a tie is not going to happen. Hmm who knows i mean it, it could.
0: <laughs> stranger things have happened hey especially in chargers games um but was was thinking about it uh can i get your your score prediction for this weekend i think i think it's going to be 38 35 vikings oh, i love it i love it i mean i don't love the vikings winning but i i was also thinking high 30s but my favorite number is 37 so let's go with a lucky 37 34 vikings um, there's really not much in it. There is there. We we're both of the opinion this will be a high-scoring, close back-and-forth matchup with both teams offensively being able to exploit the other team's defense, and neither defense being able to do a damn thing. Um, it'll be a great game for for neutrals, and a very very stressful game for fans of either team. Um,
1: yeah, but all, all we can standard. do at this
0: point is is hope. <laughs>
1: yeah and you know there's still a chance that uh Eckler could participate in uh practice tomorrow um and it'd be great to see him getting some uh time, but then the Chargers will look at this and go, well, we've still got you know um a ton of games after this one, so why why rushing back especially when we've got one more game then we're into bye week buy, five anyway
0: Bye being week five is is maybe gonna be kind of clutch, come back refreshed. One one hypothetical here before we before we move on to last thoughts. If we were to enter that by zero and four, God forbid, and then come back and just lay an absolute egg in that first game back, do you think that's it? That is get massive change yeah, yeah. round
1: I think I think it is, but I don't think that I don't think the owners will pull the uh, trigger. But was it 2018? We went 0-4? We pulled it back to 4-4? Yeah, 4 yeah. And 4.
0: That was um, Anthony Lynn, was it, saying that he liked to do the, the season in quarters. And we may have just been awful in quarter one, but we turned that ship around.
1: We so did. Stranger, uh, and that was,
0: strange things have happened. It could happen again. I'll always have hope for
1: a, a positive outcome. <laughs> we, we've missed a stat off as well, Dan. Oh, yeah, for go for our, it. Our listeners are going to be really pleased to know that we are currently one and four against the Vikings. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We were, no. we were
0: discussing that beforehand. The last <laughs> win that the Chargers had against the Vikings was the San Diego Chargers in September 2011 when Antonio Gates was still playing, as was Philip Rivers. How yeah. the times have changed. That was that would have been one of my first seasons of following the sport and following the Chargers. Um, and, yeah, I'd like to say I remember it but I have ADHD and I don't remember yesterday. So you
1: know. <laughs> well sometimes that's just, a good
0: thing. it means I don't remember how bad we really were.
1: <laughs> let's just hope it's not the uh, 2019 encounter when we got blown out 39 to 10. But I don't, yeah. I don't think that's going to happen anyway, but, uh, Kurt but it could be day. 39.
0: It could be 39. <laughs> it
1: could be, it could be, but look, I think it's going to be a really fun game to be honest um, yeah. for the new, for the new, anybody that's, you know, um, follows the NFL as a, as a neutral, you need to be tuned to this game because it, it's going to be going off left, right, and center. Yeah, but I've like uh...
0: announced what games they have this week, but I would imagine Chargers Vikings, whilst being an underwhelming zero wins between the two teams, that's got to be one of the more interesting matchups. Do either of these teams get their first win? Does that Who mean manages to stop the other team? Does that
1: mean it's um, blacked out on Dazan?
0: Yeah, if, if it's on Sky, it'll be blocked out on
1: I believe it's the zone. zone. But it's DAZ, Sky Sports. But... If you're listening, do not uh <laughs> the charges on Sunday I'm to come down to Middlesex and find you in your office. That's right, you're
0: not that far away. I've got Sky Sports.
1: Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll round the <laughs> bike. A sick, a
0: sick toddler. But sick Sky tubal. Sports.
1: <laughs> hey, that might be a good shout, that actually Dan. Um, but no, um <clears throat> one of any one any four. final thoughts
0: before before we wrap up today. I, I think.
1: I'll be, I'll be a bit more settled tomorrow when I know whether or not Eckler is playing because he's in my fantasy team. Yeah, but uh, um, oh my,
0: my fantasy team, my running backs are Eckler and Chubb.
1: Oh dear. It's gone
0: that's, horrendously. That's that's <laughs> gone horrendously bad. But
1: no, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tight game. Um neither of these sides want to go 0 and 3. Um, you know, cousins is playing lights out. Um Herbert is playing close to his potential. Um we've seen some yeah. great plays from, from Keenan Allen. You know, Kenneth Murray, let's hope that he has a, a, another stellar performance. Yeah, clearly giving um, him the green dot is what helps. Yeah, give him the green dot. Um Let's just see what happens. But we, we've got to stop the gaffes uh, and they just keep coming and coming and coming. I think most of the neutrals in the NFL will, will say that Minnesota will win this because they're the home team. They probably expect to win it. It's for us to go up there and, and disrupt that uh, and, and enter week four looking to play 500 football yeah um i i fully agree with you there I,
0: i'd love to see us actually go out and show some pride on this pride's a dangerous thing but if we can like direct it and actually show that there's more to us than the two games we've seen so far then not only will we have an enjoyable game we'll hopefully have a successful game um, well, but um yeah I it think, is on uh, Sky,
1: it is on Sky. There we go. I can, oh, great, I can let you know that. Mm. So, I think John, John Ayers has picked a narrow win. And speaking to Bez, uh, John's unfortunately got some family issues to do today. Bez is on his way back from London, uh, at work, uh, function. Bez is actually uh, quite upbeat about the charge. He said we've got a good platform to build on, you know, this is the same on- guy
0: that to bench Joey Bosa and cut Joey Bosa, right?
1: <laughs> yes, uh, um, he was- is. He's a bit annoyed with obviously Brandon Staley, but he said you know it's it's not all doom and gloom the fact is we're negative five points oh and two we, we can turn it around it's all fixable so trying to maintain that glass half full mentality we have here on charged up bolts um I can't wait I can't wait I'm just gonna go find somewhere to watch the game now because I don't have Sky Sport maybe I just buy the day pass I can do that kind of
0: yeah I'm sure there's there's options there but now TV um yeah exactly um but let's let's wrap up here um thank you so much for joining me as always was where can people find you and the podcast
1: so you can get uh find me at enzo85 um charged up underscore bolts and don't forget to follow charged up underscore pod sorry wrong charged up pod uh on twitter so those three See, hands- i always get
0: the two confused that's why i ask you, <laughs> and um, you can-
1: and, sorry after you uh obviously bez the spaniard runs the charged up pod uh and adroit airs hashtag audible chocolate he also runs the charged up bolts uh twitter handle with myself
0: and you can find us over on youtube at youtube.com slash at charged up bolts i believe that's the correct link Who knows, to be honest, it might be Charged Up Pod. I'm quite forgetful. Uh, I'm at UKLA Chargers. You can also find me at Blue and on various socials. Um, But yeah, let's let's hope for a good week. Um, We'll catch up with you next week. And don't forget, just bolt up and let's go beat the Vikings. Bolt up.
1: This is Rashawn Slater, first round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up.